Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Chris Evans here. Welcome once again to the Best of the Breakfast Show podcast with Sky from Virgin Radio. Coming up, the Libertines Pete Doherty refuses to turn the pages of his eye-opening new memoir, A Likely Lad, but I promise I tried. Rising star Moffat Clark tells us all about the highly anticipated launch of The Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, via Prime Video on Sky. BAFTA-nominated actor Samson Keo brings us news of the return of his brilliant Sky comedy series Bloods. F1's finest David Crofty Croft gets us fired up ahead of the Dutch Grand Prix, live and exclusive on Sky Sports F1. A Michelin star friend of the show, Tom Kerridge, makes our tummies rumble with his latest cookbook, Real Life Recipes. So, Ginger Jack, kick things off. Tell us who's up first. From Front pages to main stages. This next guest is truly a musical mythical figure. And you can read his story in the new book, A Likely Lad, which is out now. I was even in a cover band of his. No need to mock me. He's the master of indie and poetry. It's Peter Doherty! Morning, Peter. Morning, what a lovely introduction. Yeah, you like that one? That was, right. was very sweet. Oh, so, I read your book. Can I just ask what, yes, what the name of his cover band was? Because... Cush can. Yep, it was called The Castros. All right, okay. Because? Uh, we were going for a Che Guevara t-shirt stage and we wanted to be a bit different. Because uh, it, it wasn't the Luton Libertines then. I, I saw them one. Oh, no. Who else have you seen? So the Luton Libertines yeah. and I saw one in Argentina. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Wastrels, I think. An all-female South American colour band. Yeah. I love it. I love it when you get all-female versions of male bands as a tribute band. Uh, we had one, uh, we were in Whoa. LA a couple of weeks ago and it was, oh, who was it? It was Guns N' Roses and it was, oh, what were they called? Um, it was one of the songs, uh, Paradise Kitty. Oh, that's it. Paradise Kitty. Uh, Peter. You saw Gums, Gums and Noses? Gums and Noses, yeah. Them, yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to see you, Chris. Nice to see you. Finally, right? You haven't changed at all. Oh, well, thanks see. very you much. I mean? Thanks. It's great to see you. Um, you were scheduled, you were slated to come on this show a couple of months back, and I read your book cover to cover, and um, then it didn't happen for one reason or another. But we talked about the book, the whole show, that, that you were due to come on, and, and then at, at the end, um, you could make it because you, you went very well. Um, so we gave it a massive plug, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, but because of the nature of my job, mm. I have to read loads of books every week. And I actually can't remember much about your book. Was it similar? To, was it similar to you compiling the there book in the first there place? There were script problems from the start, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Tell us about the story of the book, because you are somewhat reluctant to talk to most people about it, but not us. Yeah, thank goodness. No. Well, I, I I saw a photo that you put up with yourself reading it outside a pub, and uh, with a big smile on your face, and that was the idea. Really, I wanted to write a, something to put smiles on people's faces. But when my mum read it, she said. Anyone who reads this is in it is going to kill you or, or you know break a leg or something. And uh, she 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 insisted on taking loads of stuff out and uh, most of the funny bits as well. So I was a bit to a bit sorry about some of the editing and lots of people who read it in my life, mostly people who I love and care about, took bits out and then other people's lawyers took bits out. And also I want to get this in. I don't want to like slag the book off completely, but it was supposed to be in the third person, mm-hmm. you know, as in Pete did this, Pete did that. But they changed it to I, 
Yeah. You know, so it wasn't the memoir that I'd wanted, but uh, yeah, but it was, it was nice to see you smiling at it, and I thought, well, oh, I'm gonna, I loved I'm gonna it. crack. I literally couldn't put it down. I mean, it is, it is unbelievable. I see, here's the thing, you know about this, of course you do, uh, from, from writing and recording songs. We as fans, we don't know what you've left out, and that is the art of production. And it's not dissimilar where this book's concerned. I don't know what's, what we went on the sort of metaphorical um, cutting room floor as far as this book's concerned. I thought it's is, is gripping. I mean, g- goodness knows what's left out if from what's in it. I think the difficulty is, if I'm honest, is I have trouble reading it myself. If I pick it up to read it, the actual book, I can't. I can't really get through it. There's so much. There's so much in there. It's well, just, but it's all triggering it's, for it's, you it's, as well, isn't it? It is completely triggering. It's all bombardments, one thing after another. And yeah, the time that I spoke to this fella, Stephen, uh, sorry, Simon, uh, the the, the uh, ghost writer, if you will, yeah. actually the writer, the report, journalist. He, he uh, yeah, um, I just got clean and. I wasn't doing therapy, but I was kind of, you know, it was during the pandemic, so I was just in and and being clean, and it all just came out as if I was talking to a therapist. I mean, I just told him everything, and uh, and yeah, now looking back, it's just, uh, yeah, it's a bit much, it's a bit of a regret, an avalanche. Do you regret doing it? Because I got to read it, um, so... Well, the thing was, we got the advance, and then that just got spent, and so there was no question of not being able to do it. We had to do it, and, uh, and there we are. Yeah. There's quite a lot of chat about advances disappearing in the book as well, isn't there? <laughs> where did it all go? <laughs> I know where did it, where all, did it all go. go? Um, I don't know. How, I mean, how do we get? How do we begin a conversation about it? Do we pick chapter titles, or do we just? Uh, how would you like to do this? I did think about this beforehand. The only thing that, that sprung to mind, well, in relation to you, was a story that I read years ago um, when you first became hyper famous, yeah. and you were asked how it changed your life, and yeah. you said that. Every day, you bought a brand new pair of socks yeah. in the morning. Yeah. I don't know why this stuff is. This true? I don't know if I made this up. You, so you, you haven't made it up, but you've sort of misremembered it. But I'll... So I think I was a fifteen or sixteen-year-old yeah, yeah. kid, and it was a time of like TFI Friday, yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. guys are coming on to all the cigarettes, and yeah. you, had, you had loads of wicked bands on, and and then uh, I thought, what have I got to do to you know, <laughs> make it in the, in the industry, and what's it going to be like? And then he was like, yeah, now I don't. I don't wash socks. Right, I just buy a new pair, and they're all red. Right? Right? And then I looked down <laughs> as I was crossing the street, coming out of the tube station this morning, and look. See, right? the cycle, there. cycle of life, you know? And here you are, the centre of your media empire. Sockless. Sockless, but with class. <laughs> and here I am, punting my book, trying to work out how to sell it to people. Swings and roundabouts, yeah. Peter. Yeah. Swings. So the story there is, that's Elton John's life. You stole I it. was no, no. I was recounting how Elton John lives about you know, and with regard to famous far as he's concerned. So he wears a brand new pair of socks every day, and he has a brand new toothbrush every day. And I thought, and I was, I was doing what you're doing now, but with reference to him. I didn't do that, but I said that's what fame mean, means to some people. Oh, they must have twisted your words. Maybe. So. Oh no! <laughs> Get out of here. It was front page stuff at the time. Really? Oh like, my yeah. goodness me! Must have been Chris, a quiet news day. Chris forgets his roots, buys new socks every day. I know. I know. So, um, what do you, what do you, what do you want to do, bandwise? Um, well, the plan is apparently Carl wants to go and write some new songs. Well, I do too. So, he's booked us ten days in Jamaica. Right. Uh, so that's going to be a slog, but you know. Is it? We'll get <laughs> 24 hour party people, here we go. No, no, au contraire. No, oh, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, how are you? How are you? Um, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm ticking along. Yeah, yeah I'm ticking out, of, along. out of 10. 
You're not allowed a seven. Why not? Why, 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 seven's why, not because seven is not. Seven is sitting on the fence. Six. Six. <laughs> oh, it's seven for an eight. Pete, thanks for coming in. Seven. Okay. I'm so glad I put that that snap on Instagram. Uh, for this if nothing else Pete Doherty a likely lad it's out now buy it or, or don't buy it if you do buy it you, and you see Pete probably best not to tell him <laughs> thanks man all the best Chris cheers, cheers mate thank you the best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky Virgin Radio short people with giant hairy feet and handsome blondes who can handle a bow no I'm not talking about whales it's Middle Earth our next guest stars as Galadriel in the brand new TV series Lord of the Rings the Rings of Power which is out tomorrow you shall not pass whoa that got a little dark well Here's one actor to rule them all. It's Morphic Clark! Yes, Morphic Clark! Beat that intro. <laughs> what do you think, Morphic? Thank you very much. Morphic, congratulations to you and everybody involved in this show. Uh, no pressure. The, the most expensive TV show ever made a billion dollars, is what they're saying. And it appears to be true. Straight off the bat, Morphid, you appear from episode one, you appear to be an amazing swimmer. Yeah, I thought I could swim um, and then went to my first lesson and he was like, right, let's go straight back to basics. And so no that was way! A shock. Yeah. Well, see, I, no, I, can. I struggle with front crawl, right? But uh-huh. you, you, you were, you know, cutting through the water uh, by the end of whatever this person taught you. Uh-huh. I think there is some... some secret things getting me looking so fast and a wonderful double who well, probably appears... Lot. Well, I think we all need a swimming double like yeah. that um, <laughs> if, if they're available. The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, uh, first two apps available to watch from tomorrow. I mean, the world is very excited about this. Sky are really confident about this. It's not Sky's show, but obviously we work with Sky. We're sponsored by Sky, and they're so excited about it because they know the whole world's going to be drawn to this. As many people were drawn to Leicester Square a couple of nights ago for the premiere. Yeah. I run through Leicester Square every morning on my way here, uh-huh. and I saw the build of the set, and I thought, they must be filming some of it here, but that was just for the PR what was it yeah. like oh they made a whole elven forest um it was incredible I mean I've just had it's been a series of pinch me moments and yeah last night was no the night before, night before wasn't was it a big one. It's, all, it's all melding into one it is okay so how was the premiere who was there how big was it how important was it how many of these are you doing across the planet um so that was our fifth premiere oh, and they're all, they're all, um, were they all that big no that was the um the big finale. But when I heard that that was going to be the big one after our first one, I was like, well, what can they possibly do? And then obviously it's build a forest in Leicester Square. Um, but it was great. There's a really big cast. There's 22 of us. And that was the final one where everyone was together. So we All got right. Lenny Henry there at last. He, so. He's brilliant. Isn't it? But everybody's brilliant in this. Uh, hair and makeup, ridiculous. Uh, mm. CGI, amazing. Sets, amazing. Where did you film it? We filmed in New Zealand. Right. Yes. And the big water scenes, were they like in Elstree or somewhere like that or around the corner or was, was that um, No, we had a huge water tank that they actually built in Auckland for the Meg. Right. Um, so we took over from Jason Statham, which was surreal. <laughs> Did you see yeah. it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, he's been here. Did you tag him on the way out? <laughs> okay, over to you guys. Over to you, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power people. Now, of course, your character has been established by another amazing actress in yes. the past. Would you like to speak to that for a moment or two? Uh, yeah, so I was... Um, 11 when the films came out and was quite obsessed with the elves, particularly Kate Blanchett, who played Gladriel in the films. And um, I still 
can't believe that my name and hers are said in the same sentence at times. Yes. Uh, well, and will be forevermore. <laughs> uh, and Glariel, you know, back in the original um, trilogy, mm-hmm. she was she was centuries away from perhaps, um, you know, uh, taking over. You, your your Gladriel is a lot closer to that happening. A lot closer. To, sorry, I to 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 taking to getting where to continuing the journey where she started. Oh yes, and um, she's a lot more. Um, a little more arrogant, a little bit more ferocious and a bit more frightening, maybe. Uh, I can't believe there's a rock-off. A, a rock-off, one. yeah. I love the rock-off. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how much you want us to say about So much happens in episode one. Yeah. You know, it's, I love the way... I, lo- I love... It's almost like there's a, there's a three-minute sequence which is almost like previously on Lord of the Rings, but it doesn't say that, but it sort of gets you up to date. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, which is great, because I hadn't, I hadn't seen any of the movies. You know, I just, oh, really? I, they passed me by. I don't know why. I could figure out if I went back what I was up to at the time. <laughs> But um, they, you know, I wasn't part of that that that, that roller coaster. But I'm I'm fully on board mm-hmm. for this one, uh, you know, and all that's fantastic. But you know, there is this there's there's aliens or giants landing from outer space or whoever, wherever it may be from fictional lands to maybe lands that exist still today across oceans and and you know various valleys and things. Uh, but there's this amazing rock. <laughs> It's like a giant game of conquers, but it's really important, isn't it? It is, and apparently the the um, the set was like a party when they were doing the rock. I bet it was. Yeah. I bet it was. Should we describe what the rock off is? Oh, I suppose, yes. Are we allowed to do that? I don't know how much. What you've been briefed about this? How much can you say and how much can't you say? I don't know. I'm in a state of constant terror about that. Yeah. So many secrets. But the rock off is. <laughs> Has anybody else called it a rock off? No, this is the first time. Um, but yeah, it's two axes, two rocks, yes. two people, yes. and you break until you can break no more. You, you break until it breaks you, basically, yeah. until you're broken. Yeah, while being screamed at by yeah. a horde of dwarves. And so there's the dwarves and the elves, mm-hmm. and there's the 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 elves have been um, sort of disregarding the dwarves for a while. Yeah, underestimating. Yeah, what do you want? What do you want to say about that that relationship? Oh, um, I've always felt an affinity with the dwarves because I feel there's a, a Welshness to them, um, and they're much less refined than the elves. Yeah, but they get on with it, don't they? They do. They get a job done. They do, and they've Kazat Doom, which if you've watched the films, is sadly. Um, been overrun by orcs when we meet it in Lord of the Rings, but at this point it's at the height of its splendour. Yeah. It's gorgeous. So what happens next? Um, so we'll be filming season two soon right. and we'll be filming season two in Britain. Um, so really excited to meet like a new crew, get back on the horse and back on yeah, the get horse, going again. Back on the horse. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Congratulations. I'm really happy for you. I'm happy for the I'm do you know what I'm happy for the business. Mm. I'm happy for, for the fact we can talk about it, that Sky can rave about it. I'm happy for Amazon. I'm just happy for, you know, the public have got a great product to watch, you mm. know, and it's another great creative art being celebrated. I think it's so cool. Yeah, and um, yeah, there's lots of, lots and lots of people worked for many years doing it. Yeah, so yeah. And so it's sad. taking the art of TV to, or the medium of TV to a different level, you mm. know, and it's not leaving everybody behind, uh, everybody else behind. Hopefully it's saying, come on, over this way now. Yeah, if absolutely. You can, if you can. And where are you going to be filming in, in Great Britain? It's not decided yet, but obviously I'm like, maybe Wales. Maybe, maybe Wales. Maybe we'll get some Welsh, Welsh mountains in. Yeah, I, th- I think Wales could do all those lands. Yeah. Couldn't it? And more. The Gower. <laughs> The Gower. Put the, the Gower on the map. Ten but, but yeah, every time yeah. we talk about the Gower, we get loads of sets going, shh, shh, don't tell everybody. It's too gorgeous. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, horrible there. Okay, Morfid, great to see you.
Lovely to see you. All too. right, Thank amazing. You. You're more than welcome. Explore Middle Earth with a range of exclusive character stories and behind the scene clips. Just say, Show me the rings of power into your Sky Q or Glass Room. How would you say that? Show me the rings of power. Show me the rings of power. Oh, see, now there you go. You've got it all going on. And it's all about the 80s, our brand new 80s radio station. It's a great day for radio, telly, film, and the creative arts. And it's heralded with the rings of power on Amazon tomorrow. Episodes one and two available to watch and then weekly from there on in. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. Watching shows about paramedics is tough and often makes you cry. This show is no different, except those tears will be of uncontrollable laughter. (laughs) Our next guest returns for series two of Sky Original Bloods, with part two available on Sky Comedy and Now TV this Thursday. He makes an ambulance look more like a Lambo. Wee-woo, wee-woo. Give it up for Samson Gunn. <laughs> all right, Samson. Yes, do you do that every day? Yeah, he does it every You're day. Fantastic. But that's all he does. That's all he, we wrap him in cotton wool. He does that, then he goes back into his cotton wool. Freeze him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a day is, is all that's good for you. Apart from Fridays when we have a few more. Uh, Samson, how was the Notting Hill Carnival? Oh, it was beautiful, man. Yeah. It was missed. It was missed. I, when was the last one? 20, 2019? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I was so excited. How do you pumped. feel today? I'm good. You're I'm right. good. Yeah, I was like, I was being professional. I was like, I got to do Chris Evans in the morning, so I won't go too mad. <laughs> I was in bed by one fifteen, which is fine. <laughs> which it's is fine, all right. Isn't it? <laughs> but no, it was beautiful, man. It was a lovely celebration. It was packed, though. Yeah, it was really. I used to packed. live in the middle of it. Is it? I used to live on Kensington High Street, and it was not Kensington High Street. Um, Kensington Church Street. Yeah, and I used to, I used to love it. Absolutely love it. Oh, Chris got money. Because <laughs> but be, being in the mix there, good for years yeah. ago. But being in the mix, it was so good. Yeah, it was brilliant. Just a different kind of um, floats. We kept trying to catch different. Were you on a float? Well, we we were looking for one. We were supposed to be on the home float, one of my friends' float. You lost your float, but we couldn't find it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> we, were just, we were stuck in the but middle. But presumably, it was in the parade. It was in the parade. It was there. It was definitely there, but. Every time we started to go around, we just get taken away by another float and another float. Right. And by that time, it was time to go home. Oh my goodness <laughs> me! Float, float on. Uh, well, Samson, congratulations on Bloods. It's Thank you. it's it's a rarefied thing because it's funny and you care about it. Now, all the best sitcoms have a heart. We know that. Mm. Um, but a lot of them sort of stand alone from one week to the next. But yours continues. For people who don't know what it is, because yes. we've got no point in preaching to the choir. Yes. Let's try and convert some people. What is it? Um, so Bloods is basically a comedy, uh, paramedic-based comedy uh, about a gang of paramedics and their day-to-day, basically. And I play Malik, who is like a Lone Ranger um, paramedic <laughs> who thinks he can do it all by himself, drive the ambulance whilst healing a uh, <laughs> um, someone in the at the same time. But he's paired up with Wendy, played by the amazing Jane Jay Horrocks, Horrocks yeah. as we all know. Um, and their relationship starts off quite rocky for a while yeah. <laughs> and then it starts to grow and blossom as they start to understand yeah, each other. Yeah, but you've got two alpha people, haven't you? You've got Absolutely. an alpha male, alpha female. Exactly. You know, And nobody wants to play second dog. Yeah, but then uh, you've got an alpha female from the north yeah. <laughs> and an alpha male from the deep, deep South London. <laughs> so merging those two is always going to be hilarious. You know? Yeah, and other other characters that, that we like in it, other crews? Oh, amazing characters. Julian Barrett is in it. Um, Kevin Gary and Sam Campbell, who just won the Edinburgh Fringe Award, actually. I just found out. Sam Campbell. Very good. Um, uh, Lucy Punch, um, Adrian Scarborough, some amazing characters. Right, now you're dealing with the emergency services, you're dealing with the ambulance service, um, and so you've got to get the, the important things right 
in yes. between the laughs, haven't you? And you you were co-creator of this show. Just yes. just take us through that. Who, who's whose idea? Whose idea was it? Let's do a sitcom in an ambulance station. Who's yeah, this? well, before I started acting, I was going to be a paramedic. I remember I went to the um, job center and um, they had these. Uh, they had like a, a job for ambulance support drivers right. which is where you drive the the ambulance and the paramedics uh, next to you so i was like oh this sounds like a bit of fun i might as well do that and yeah. then and then i got my first acting job and i was like oh, I've always, i kind of always wanted to be a paramedic so i thought let me write it and me and nathan Bri- uh, brian came up with the idea together and created the show yeah it was wicked well you know as i say it's got this big heart as well that, that, that carries on right through you know and it, it's got the big laughs mm. i mean it's so cool uh, in the first, because the first half, sorry, the first episode of the second half of the series, mm-hmm. uh, which we've all seen, episode six. Yes. And you don't have to have seen any of them before because you do this thing, the great thing at the beginning previously. And also, I love the way you throw to next week as well. Yes, yes. Um, yes. And it gets me really excited we've about it. You've got to do that now. There's got to keep people no, but I like, what they're watching. I didn't, you know, I really didn't used to like it. Previously on, I didn't mind, but coming up next week, but now I do like it. I don't know yeah. why, but I, I don't mind it anymore. Do you know there's a lot of TV? I think there's so much TV to, that that you know we're consuming that it's I feel like space, it's man. a busy space. So you kind of need same to with keep the radio. Everyone. You got to you got to you yeah. know you got to meet people where they are. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 you can't expect you know you can't just throw out the welcome mat and hope they come and knock on your door. You've got to go and grab them by the scruff of the neck and never exactly. let them go, Samson. <laughs> never let them go. <laughs> what do you what would you like to say to people who haven't watched it and um, and people who who have? We've got a minute. Um, um, thank you everyone on, who has watched Bloods really appreciate it it's really uh, good man. yes thank you new episodes 1st of September um, five new episodes It's it gets it gets quite uh, tense but uh, and it is quite, last, outra- it's quite it's outrageous outra- yeah. it's very outrageous sometimes it's hilarious it's, man it's so normal mm. and therefore the outrageousness really sort of jumps out at you yeah that's what we kind of wanted to keep it that way a lot of my uh, some of my friends are genuine paramedics so we were like look if we're going to make it funny we have to make the you know this the, the emergencies, yeah, we have to make it. My really mom was serious. a nurse, and you know, often that's the only thing that kept them going in the middle of the night. You know? Yeah, exactly. Just like, and you have to keep that energy. Otherwise, what they're doing is so important that to not have like a, a funny energy and 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 a, a group, a family sort of environment will be difficult. You know, so. And where, where is your ambulance station actually in the real well, world? Well, it's in it's in one. First, it was in South London in Lewisham, and then we moved it to North London. So hopefully, we go back south again. Um, so it's not in Slough. Nah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> one of my mates, because we just finished our festival at the weekend. One of my yeah. mates said his favourite line for the weekend was when Jimmy Carr said, "If you want to know what Slough was like in the seventies, go there now." <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was unfair, but somebody else found it <laughs> quite funny. <laughs> Oh, Samson, gosh. thank you, mate. Thank you so much for having are, are me. Are you going back to bed fan. now? I'm going back to bed. Now I've got work. <laughs> <Have> <laughs> you? Uh, what are you doing today? I'm just doing a bit of writing. Doing Good a bit you. of writing. Can you tell us anything about that? Uh, it's about zombies. Like That's it. it. <laughs> you like a bit of zombie action? Yeah, I love it. Inspired by? Inspired by uh, Zack Snyder. Oh, Zack yes. Snyder this time around. <laughs> All right, Samson Kao, uh, one of the founder creators of The Brilliant Bloods. It really is a great show, honestly. Thank uh, you. 22-minute episodes. Um, they're over before you know it, but they're really funny, and uh, you really care about the characters, which is what it's all about. Uh, and if you don't believe me, see Only Fields and Horses, etc., etc., etc. Blood Series 2 Part 2 starts this Thursday. 1st September, Sky Comedy and Now TV. Catch up with episodes 1 to 5 now. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio.
Radio. I'm so hungry this morning, I could eat my arm. Especially if our next guest marinades, bastes and sizzles me to meet him rare. His new cookbook, Real Life Recipes, is out tomorrow. Top TV judge to Michelin stars. He really is the king of food and beverage. So make your applause rise from a simmer to a boil and give it up for Tom Gerrard! Morning, Tom! Morning. And I want that every time I walk into work. If I can have that way, cut and recorded. Feel free uh, that's to take him with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a problem. Uh, Tom, we've all had your book at home and we've all been um, uh, dog-earing our favourite pages. I'm going to kick off with mine. It's the self-sourcing. The self-sourcing, you sauce pot. Your chocolate and cherry pudding, you're going to say, aren't you? Self-sourcing. That's what it's called. It's called self-sourcing chocolate and cherry pudding. <laughs> How does something self-source itself? I got it. Well, there is a cheaty way and that's probably by undercooking it. So it's still gooey in the middle. That's one way of self so It's kind of like you pour it over the top and you bake it, and it's such a delicious. It's a bit like a brownie, but it, I mean, it's 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 Tom, lovely. It, it looks off the charts. Oh, it's great, isn't it? All right, let's stick with desserts because our kids were all over the desserts last night. Uh, banana and chocolate chip cupcakes, of course. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, those been it was super tasty. The use of bananas is lovely. Mashing them up, getting them involved in it makes a big difference. You brought in some carrot cake with orange cream cheese icing. Let's give it a go, guys. Yes, get in there, let's guys. Already oh. halfway through it. It's absolutely lush. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Like, do you know the thing about these recipes as well? Good. It's oh, all good. good. <laughs> but they, they're Stop kind it. of like, they're recipes we put together, right? Mm-hmm. But they're all, you can blag them, right? <laughs> Go with it. Like, it, it's got like cumin in it, coriander, mixed spice, whatever. If you haven't got that, it's all right, throw a bit of something We're else in. We're not into blagging, are we, Bassos? <laughs> We're all about the detail <laughs> yes, here. Absolutely. That. Of course we are. And um, what about, um, uh, what are, see, I've got to whisper this, pulled pork. What about the pulled pork recipe you got in there? Yeah, it's delicious. I love pulled pork. It's why, stunning. Why are you going to whisper it? Because it's Tash. Because, you know, oh, she's yeah. fully vegan still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, that's why we boss. did the carrot cake, obviously. Uh, beef, shin and carrot stew. That's looking good. Um, I'm going to allow myself meat once a week on a Saturday. Yeah. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, that's fine, mate. No problem with that at all. Forget your French onion soup. Um, sorry or to all the uh, French uh, France people, but British onion soup, how does it differ? It looks good. Look, I mean, honestly, that looks absolutely gorgeous. Looking at page 178, British onion soup. British onion soup. Yeah. The difference is that I made it. <laughs> I mean, there you go. I'm not French. I've been there a couple of times. Looks stunning. I know. What is the difference between yours and French onion soup? Well, I made it. That's it. It's me using British beef, using uh, those British onions, English <laughs> onions. That is the difference. There's beef in it. Yeah. Well, there's beef. <laughs> that, to be honest, there's beef. There's beef in French onion soup. It's normally with beef stock or veal stock. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Don't give that one to Tash, mate. You'll be in a whole world of trouble. And what I can do, I can deal. I can deal with her on the sweet potato and kale curry, can't I? Yeah. Do you know what? There's quite a few veggie ones in here. Yeah. And and a lot of one tray, one bakes, sweet and sours. Lots of kind of like lots of using fish. Lots of using things that come supermarket ingredients as well. Like unashamedly using ready roll puff pastry. Jars of onion jam, pre-cooked beetroot, ready-cooked pouches of rice or ready-cooked pouches of lentils. But like ready-cooked pouches of lentils, right? They're amazing. They're a thing that I've kind of like half discovered in the last couple of years of things for 
great for making vegetarian flavors kind of stews and things like that but actually putting them through a normal beef bolognese or putting them through a beef stew or a, a lamb mince or something like that what it does is it bulks things out it gives it texture it gives it extra flavor makes it go a lot further and it's actually cheaper as well See, extra and texture is textra oh i love that yeah you can have that on I, me i will have I, that. I will try and give you something oh, well i've already got an intro that i've pinched in textra thanks you've got, mate. No, you've got an introducer you can pinch it <laughs> Uh, here's another one which one calls the rumpus at home sticky smoked tofu broccoli and shiitake yeah that's one for Tash that'll work really nicely it look, by the way it looks absolutely gorgeous yeah so smoked tofu right so I wasn't a big fan of tofu like you go how do you then make it work but actually the smoked stuff is, is giving it another layer of flavour yeah. tofu it needs to absorb flavour so when you cook it with the sticky flavourings with it the honey so, the sticky's soy, the thing isn't all it all of a sudden it suddenly it comes to life texturally you know you go okay it's great and it becomes like a sponge and it absorbs flavour and it suddenly becomes something it makes it come alive it's great for the vegetarian it'd be great for Tash that okay and how's the gang how's the staff how's business everything is everything's amazing do you want me to finish the show with a really horrible like no it's really it's bad it's bad <laughs> prices it, are going up everything's a nightmare it's tough isn't it I, yeah well, mate it's proper tough but look you know hospitality is resilient it's fluid we work really hard to try and make things work but you know the news yesterday we heard so many that maybe 7 out of 10 pubs aren't going to survive with, with the Way that all the help they can get because it's the about community and it, community can save lives listen it means so much you know w- w- I'm very fortunate that I'm sat here talking to you with a two mission star pub that's the most expensive pub in the country and is it you know it's established over 18 years but actually the the pub community is much more there's thousands and thousands of pubs up and down the country what can we do to help just go 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 help them go in there support them get in there you know these wet lead pubs are, had a really bumpy time over the last two years I, where don't, know, I don't know how the, some of them are still in I, business Anyhow. Well, there's a huge amount of debt burden that sat there, and now we've got the cost of uh, utility bills that are coming in. You know, that really, some of the prices that are being quite eye-watering, five, six, seven hundred percent increases that businesses, small businesses like that, any business is not going to be able to keep hold of this without putting a bit of pressure on right. government and without people supporting okay, them. So I need to. St- so, so our brand new regime of starting cooking at home on Saturday instead of going out. Forget that. Okay. <laughs> We're back out again. Yes? You're right. back out again. Five, uh, tell you what, you See can you do a mix of the bones. Five, yeah. five days a week out, Yeah. two days at home cooking. That's going to work. <laughs> Tom, thanks so much, man. Great to see you. Oh, lovely to see you. Okay. Thanks for having me on, mate. Brand new books out. Book number nine, Tom Cage, Real Life Recipes, and also Pub in the Park. You can spend on pubintheparkuk.com. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. Open a can of Tangle. Quick step over to turn up your speaker and don't cha-cha-cha change the station as our next guest stars in Strictly Ballroom the Musical touring the UK from the 26th of September. A hit movie with the greatest music. Is this the best musical ever written? Well, it must be with this ballroom sensation. It's Kevin Clifton! Good morning, Kevin! You should be in it, mate. That was brilliant. How he doesn't hyperventilate, I've no idea. Um, How are you, Kev? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Very well. First things first. Congratulations and celebration. Forget Strictly Come Dancing. I forget Strictly Ballroom. It's going to be Strictly Winding, isn't it? In um, <laughs> how many months' time? Uh, because you're having a baby. Yes, we're having a baby. Yeah, it's we're, we're sort of we're in that nice little uh, lovely stage of just sort of going, yay, we're pregnant at the moment. But I'm sure everyone keeps telling us like our lives are going to completely change you and the mighty Dooley. Uh, do we have a due date uh i think it's january 
is is uh, is when it's due. All right. Well, yeah. congratulations. Well I should done, know pal. that, really, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You've got plenty of time for all that stuff. Um, as long as everybody's fine, Stacey's fine, all yeah. good. More yeah, than good. she's good. Yeah, she's yeah. Pre- she's a pre- I mean, she's extremely sort of well anyhow, isn't she? She's a very fit and healthy human being. Yeah, yeah. Her, her, her belly is, is growing by the day. Like, we're, we're obsessed with it. What kind of bump does she have? What kind, what kind of... Bump. Oh, bump. I thought you said, what kind of bum does she have? <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what do you mean, what kind of bump well, Because you have a Gucci bump. A Gucci yeah, bump? Yeah, you can have, like, the, the different kind of bumps, aren't there, Rachel? Well, it's, well, I imagine at the minute hers is still quite small and neat because she's so early on, isn't she? Yeah, well, it's getting quite Is it big. getting there? Yeah, okay. yeah. I bet she's got a Gucci bump. They call it a Gucci bump. I haven't heard of a Gucci bump. Yeah, you need to get to talk to Some people say they can tell whether it's a boy or a girl by the bump. Yeah, that's because they're it's insane. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't know what flavour yet? You, you haven't... You, do you know what flavour? We flavor? do know, but we're not saying at oh, the moment. I think it's salt and vinegar. You think prawn cocktail, don't you? Yeah. Worcester sauce all the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done, Kev. You know, and it will change life. Of course it will. Um, but it's, there's only joy on the on the other side of this journey. Yeah. We're really excited. Of course like, you we're are. chilled at the moment. You're really, but we really know excited. it's going to be chaos soon. But, and yeah. what have you been doing for the last few months then? Because you didn't come to Carfest. Were you away? I think you're away, weren't yeah, you? Yeah. And I've, I've, I've been so busy with sort of other shows and then rehearsals. I was gutted to miss Carfest, actually. Well, I, I love it. Next year. Yeah. Um, so. Because I think last time I was in talking to you, uh, we were talking about War of the Worlds. Um, we did that. Then I went back on to um, Singing in the Rain for a bit. Um, and I've done a Burn the Floor reunion tour. And and now I'm in rehearsals for Strictly Ballroom. And so how many years have you been um, out of You Know What? Um, I left in 2020. 2019 was my last year. Okay. Of, of and you wanted to do all the things you've done. And it seems to be going as well, if not better, than you ever hoped it might. Yeah, well, well, because Strictly Ballroom was the one that I left for. Like, right. I got offered this part, and it was due to start in the September. And it right. was like, I, I can't turn this down. This is everything I've always wanted. It's my dream to do this role. Um, so I left Strictly Come Dancing, announced it, and then COVID hit. Right. Um, so then it went into this, obviously, the lockdown situation where no one was doing anything for, for a while. And Strictly Ballroom got put back to 2021, and then it got put back to 2022. Um, but the result of that meant that once we opened up again and theatres opened up again, um, I had sort of space in my diary and all the shows that I was potentially talking to all kind of went back to back rather than it being spaced out. So as soon as theatres opened again, I've, I've just been back to back with shows. Right, and I'm, I'm not saying it's a young man's game by any means, but it is tough. I mean, what you do for a living, you know, again, you know, you're not in the uh, emergency services and, you, mm. you know, not, you're not key work, you're not fighting wars or, or saving lives, but well, maybe you are because you, you give out joy and depending on what kind of uh, mental state people are in when they go and see something that uh, gives them a bit of escape and a bit of ecstasy, mm. uh, you may well be. I suppose you are, in fact, actually. So I'm going to take that right right back but it's it's a tough schedule isn't it yeah um we'll be doing eight shows a week um how, how physical is it i mean this show in particular very physical because i mean it's, it's based around dancing so um so i'm doing a lot of dancing a lot of singing and at the moment um we're sort of mid rehearsals at the moment so things can always change about but at the moment i'm barely off the stage you know some shows you're sort of on for a number or two then there'll be a few scenes that you're not in um but at the moment i barely come off the stage uh, to even have a glass of water so um yeah this one's going to be really physical so, so you're going to um, really look after yourself as well haven't you yeah i've i hired like a personal trainer and Woo! everything to get myself into my Let's best shape go. possible i'm trying to eat well all of those things trying to look after myself yeah so, well, 
Well, LeBron James famously spends a million dollars a year on, on his well-being and his fitness so he can uh, uh, eke out his career for as long as possible in basketball. There are now four top-level NFL players um, who are billion-dollar stars in their 40s still playing at the highest level, isn't that mm, right, Bas? Yeah, I mean, careers. I mean, you see it with... Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, you see it with Roger Federer, you see it with Serena Williams, who's still, you know, kicking ass at the US Open. She beat the second seed two nights ago and she's 41 this month. Yeah. You know, careers last longer because sports people know how to look after themselves much, mm. much better. You know, and so so any um, any hacks and hints you can pass on to people listening that you've benefited from, from a, a well-being point of view? Well, uh, well... A very big one for me was like, this was a couple of years ago, though, I I stopped drinking. Um, So I got out alcohol. I know that's a big thing for for everyone, but like... and that makes your decision-making process so much, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes everything so much easier. Because Johnny Wilkinson says, um, the best way to change your decisions is to change your energy. Mm. So it's, it's it's all about what you put in, the exercise, the sleep. That changes your energy, and then your decisions automatically get better it's not an automatic uh, process because you have to work really hard on yourself but once you've done that work you'll find you just start to make better decisions yeah and i can i can feel the difference sat here on this show now like the few times that i've I've come in and sort of you know spoken to you on, on on this show i always remember sort of coming in in the morning and and having that dialogue in my head going oh you know I'm, I'm not really a morning person I feel tired you know oh it's because I've been dancing so much I've been causing, making excuses for it but actually it's just because I was probably didn't get enough sleep or you're anxious or eating the wrong things yeah. drinking the wrong things yeah anxious like whatever it is whereas actually right now I feel I feel all right. I feel quite energetic. I've had enough sleep. I've had enough water. Once again, if you want to see Kevin and his pals in Strictly Ballroom, the musical, then you go to strictlyballroommusical.co.uk for tickets, and it's all over the country. Um, uh, But hopefully not all over the shop. No. No, (laughs) it is in rehearsals at the moment, but it's going to be the best show ever. Okay, mate. All right. Congratulations. Cheers. And give our love to Stacey. Will do. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. To start a Grand Prix, the five red lights turn off. But with this week's location, they might be on all night. That's right. The Dutch Grand Prix is live and exclusive on Sky Sports F1 this weekend. Windmills to be spun and cheese to be scoffed. um, Here's a man as talented as Van Gogh. It's David Grafty (laughs) Grafty. I think he... He might explode one day. I don't think it's going That's to be a good. long time coming. How are you, Crofty? I'm very good. I'm very good. Good morning to you all from the fifth happiest country on planet Earth. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, this is going to feature in your banter this weekend. Give us the other four. Uh, what? Well, I, th- I thought we might have a little guest this morning. See, that, 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 I've never met a Dutch person I don't like. I love being in Holland. It is great. Everyone walks around with a smile on their face and they mm-hmm. party all night. But where do you think they could be happier than in Holland? Norway. Sweden. Denmark. Okay, so... So Norway, you think, is number six. New Zealand is number seven. Denmark is definitely up there. Number two, Denmark. But you're on the right lines with the Nordic countries. Okay. Uh, Finland. Finland. Yeah. The happiest place on planet Earth is Finland. Right. Well, you wouldn't know from Kimi Räikkönen, would you? Nobody has to keep it quiet. Yeah, um, you can th- keep things a bit too quiet, though, Crofty. What about, does, <laughs> yeah, yeah, does, does Costa Rica feature? Uh, Costa Rica does feature. Uh, it is number 16 mm-hmm. and one place ahead of the United Kingdom. So I know things aren't great at the moment. I'll take 15th. I'll take 15th. 
Uh, no, 17th, 17th best. Uh, they're, right. they're, they're above us. 17th in the world. I think that's okay. Out of 191, I'll take that. Um, so, yeah. Crofty, last week, Adrian Newey, the chief engineer, the genius, the chief aerodynamicist at Red Bull, was at Carfest. Um, and he's always on the pit wall, one way or another. He's either there or he does a virtual pit wall. He yeah. began his virtual pit wall um, role last week on Sunday morning on his laptop in his tent at Carfest. I know because I was sitting next to him. <laughs> <laughs> and did you know at that stage Max Verstappen was going to win the Belgian Grand Prix? Because the, the, the least surprising thing about Max winning from 14th last week was that he won because he was so good last week. Yeah, but as you said in your commentary, Crofty, you know, his ascent from 14th to, say, 4th or 5th um, seemed pretty swift, but it's because everybody yeah. moved out of the way because they, they didn't want to hold themselves up by trying to hold him up. That's It's, it's a very good point. You've got to run your but own It's your race. point. You made it. I'm just nicking it. <laughs> That's why I'm agreeing with you. Um, yeah, it's, um... <laughs> no, you, you, you ruin your race sometimes by defending too hard, and if you know you're not going to be there ahead of Max at the end of the line. You've got to make the best of what's left on that. But to start 14th and be ahead by the end of lap 12, that is a very, very decent achievement. And in the end, it's the biggest winning margin by a driver starting 10th or lower since Jensen Button in 2006 when he won the Hungarian Grand Prix. I mentioned that because we've got to give Jensen a bit of love. He's alongside me in the commentary box this weekend. Uh, 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 we love him. We I love like, it when like Jensen's with us. Now, uh, Crofty, uh, i got to say this because, you know, it's the elephant in the room. Uh, I'm still going to be glued this week, weekend. I know ratings are still through the roof. Drive to Survive is massive. Uh, we got to have our third uh, United States Grand Prix coming onto the calendar next year. That's at Las Vegas, mm-hmm. Joe, Miami, and Austin, Texas. But it's not as exciting as it was last year. Well, listen, you're going to have to go some to be as exciting as it was last year, last lap, last race, etc. But you're right. Title's done. As far as I'm concerned, nobody beats Max Verstappen and Red Bull this season because they are are the best all-round package. However they've done it, they've got best driver, best car, best combination, and they... They, they will win by a country mile, and Max Verstappen is in danger of beating the record for the most races won in a season. Uh, he's already won nine this year. He won 10 in total last year. We've got eight races to go. Um, he could get the most podiums in the season, blah, blah, blah. Ferrari have had their opportunities, and they say they're within touching distance of Red Bull, but they're not close enough. And every time they do get close, they seem to make a mistake all of their own making. Uh, Mercedes are still trying to work out the car and how they set it up. And Red Bull have just done the best job. And what will happen, Chris, Bassos, because of the cost cap regulations that we're all under now, teams will start to put next year into focus. So therefore, they'll stop developing this year, which means those that have got will carry on getting and those that haven't will carry on struggling. Same as Vass, you know, because, you know, after the first half hour, most shows, he thinks, oh, I'll just focus on the rest of the day. (laughs) 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 Um, So where where might our our viewing fun come from? What should we focus on to get a bit of excitement this weekend? Uh, Okay, so what you've got between Sergio Perez and George Russell, you've, you've got... Not an awful lot of points, quite frankly, um, in terms of second down to fifth. It's the, the scrap for the best of the rest, I think, will be the interesting one. Um, the scrap for, I don't know, McLaren and Alpine, for instance, for fourth in the Constructors' Championship will be really interesting. Uh, the scrap, I think, still think Mercedes could beat Ferrari in the Constructors' Championship because other than Lewis Hamilton's second retirement in the last four years, uh, last time out, they have been the modicum of consistency this year where Ferrari haven't necessarily done that. Um, so there's an awful lot. But, but at the end of the day, whether you, you, you're focusing on the championship or the battle for seventh, 
the sight of cars going wheel to wheel at 200 miles an hour, I think is exciting. Whatever the state of affairs. Right, so, and of course, uh, I've trust been, me, I'll, I'll have it up. I've checked out all the online uh, sites. I've even gone to Etsy and eBay. You can't get any orange flares anywhere because um, <laughs> they're, they're all going to be in the Netherlands, aren't they? Yeah, as, as so Fernando much Alonso smoke. said. Yeah, Fernando Alonso said last last time out here in Holland because um, he was a bit further down the grid. He said, uh, "Orange fog on the track." I take it max one then. <laughs> uh, but it's basically all the way through the race, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And you know what? It absolutely stinks as well. Our Does commentary it? boxes, Ooh. yeah, right by the track. It was kind of seeping through the door. And yeah, and by the way, um, uh, you know, s- s- your smelly commentary box, that's pretty a pretty high bar for other smells to infiltrate, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> Come on, you know what it's like. Hermetically sealed, you and Brundle on the sauce all weekend. Yeah. Well, sometimes you get a bit excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A bit of sweat comes bit off. Of liquid, it gets a bit stuffy in there. Liquid, yeah. liquid adrenaline. Uh, all right, matey. <laughs> oh. uh, thank you very much, Crofty. Love you. Love you too. Goodbye. Have a great weekend. You too. Uh, Sky Sports F1 back on the air from half past 12. First practice in the Dutch Grand Prix today. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. Thank you so much for listening to this, the podcast of the Virgin Radio Breakfast Show. Don't forget you can subscribe and get it every week from wherever you get your podcast and you will never miss the weekly roundup of all the best bits from our Virgin Radio Breakfast Show with Sky. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus.